Ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Clutch Conversations. It's your boy Mike. We back at you live one more again on the Thursday night, man. I hope everybody's feeling great, man. Really looking forward to the show tonight. We're gonna have a blast on the cast. We got the homie Juan from Windy City Morphs in the building. We're gonna get to the show in just a second, but first and foremost, shout out to my lovely wife, Takar. Appreciate you. Appreciate everything you do. Y'all make sure y'all show some love in the comments and don't stop there. Definitely show the channel some love as well. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and Hulk smash that notification bell so you can get notifications each and every time we drop a video here on the channel. Shout out to the audio only thing. Audio only episodes of Clutch Conversations are available on all major podcasting platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, even though Google Podcasts is going away pretty soon. So make sure you update your settings and Spotify. Definitely, when you're checking us out on your favorite podcasting platform, please be sure to follow, rate, and review. It really helps us out here. We really appreciate the support. Speaking of support, if you involved in this reptile hobby in any shape, form, or fashion, make sure you're out there supporting USR and USR Florida. The link for both organizations are in the description of the video. Definitely go show them some love. Get your membership. If you don't have a membership, definitely drop them a donation. If you can drop a donation and definitely spread the word, man. Spreading the word don't cost a dime. So definitely spread the word. And speaking of spreading the word, make sure you spread the word about our sponsors. We're about to kick the sponsor video real quick. Then we're going to be back and say what's up to the chat. Big dreams start in small towns. Small Town Exotics is a family-ran business that specializes in high-quality ball python morphs, western hog noses, and select leopard geckos. They are proud members of USARC, USARC Florida, and the Orient Society. Stay connected with Small Town Exotics on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Witness their journey as they grow their business and showcase their animals to the world. Thank you, Small Town Exotics, for sponsoring the show. Shout out to the homie Justin. Shout out to the homie Shane. Appreciate the support. Let's see who we got in the comments tonight. Big Will in the building. 217 Pythons. What's good, homie? Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate the support. Rising Sun Surfers. Got the homie Jesus in the building. What's good, homie? Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate the support. Payush, what's good? Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate the support. 
the homie Wiz in the building again. What's good, homie? Good to see you. Appreciate you coming out. Three, five, two in the building. The homie Brian from Heathen Hatchery. Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate the support. Bosa Reptiles in the building. The Sultan of Support himself. Appreciate you coming out, homie. Static Morse, Big Ed, what's good? Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate the support. Celtic Reptiles, Richie Rich in the building. What's good, homie? Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate the support. Morph Master J, what's up, Johnny? Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate the support. We got the homie Keys in the building. What's good, homie? It's all love. Appreciate the support. Appreciate you coming out. We got Krista from Neurofy Exotics in the building. What's good, homie? Appreciate you coming out. Man, if y'all didn't see her on New Breed on the Block uh, this past Monday, make sure you go check that episode. Man, it was a dope episode. Really enjoyed that. Shout out to the homie Krista. What's good, sis? And we got the homie Dale in the building from Constricted Reptiles. We're going to stop it right there with the big dog himself. Be back in just a second. Don't you listen to me, I got that flavor I know you're dying to feed I ain't no dancer, just got some hip in my feet Now throw your hands up Ooh, you bring the lighter I got the fuse You make a fire I'll add the fuel Follow my lead Just watch the shoes So 102, Windy City Morse. What's good, homie? How you doing? You hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was on mute. You good now? All right. What's going on, Mike? What's going What's on, everybody? Good, man? How your week going? Not too good, man. Got uh, a little bit of uh, um, teeth pain, but I'll get through it. It's all good. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, man. That mouth pain is crazy, bro. Crazy. Like I can take, I can take, I feel like I got a pretty high pain tolerance, but man, that mouth pain, whoo, man, that'll have me on my back. <laughs> no joke at all. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, how's everything going? Everything's going good, man. Uh, actually was doing some, uh, doing my rodent, uh, cleaning, you know, get ready with everybody. Some fresh bedding today. Uh, today's the day I usually do my, uh, bedding for all my rodents and, uh, yeah, so it was a good, uh, good day for sure. Gotcha. gotcha. So you, uh, so you got a set routine for like what days you do everything? Um, yeah. How's routine set up? Yeah, so uh, I do ASFs, just straight ASFs. Uh, I do Thursdays. I try to keep it to Thursdays where I give everybody gets a uh, fresh uh, bedding, so everybody will get fresh bedding. They'll get their treats, uh, top off everybody's water, food, whatnot. And then um, I do that, so I doubled up on tubs, right? So all the colonies that I have, I doubled up on tubs. 
And that I think that's a more efficient way to do things because you don't have to be taking out the rodents, cleaning out the tub, and having to use that same tub, right? That's why yeah. I doubled up. So now yeah. I'm so now I don't have to clean those tubs out because I'm doubled up. So all I do is just dump out the other bedding, just you know, stack the tubs up, and then uh, on the weekend I'll go back and uh, clean everybody's tubs, and uh, that's it. That's, that's what's it. up. Yep. Man, having extra tubs is the key, bro. Like that makes it go so much quicker when you're cleaning. Just having oh, yeah. that stuff ready to go, and it's just like swap it in, swap it out, swap it in, swap it out. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely, man, the way to go. That's definitely the way to go. So, man, um, how long have you been uh breeding now? Uh, we mean ball pythons or rodents or general? Uh, just uh ball pythons, really. Changes so this limit. is my third year. So year three, brother. Year three. And so, man, you've just been stacking a hell of a collection, man, over the past uh, few years, man. Like I see your animals, man, and they just they just lights out out of this world. You got a lot of heat cooking, bro. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. We're fortunate enough to uh, been uh, fortunate to be grabbing some nice stuff. I think uh, been doing it the right way. I, I'm picky, man, as far as, uh, you know, what I buy. I buy with my eyes, you know. Um, I got to make sure that if I'm buying something, it's got to be the absolute best quality. Uh, if it's not, I'm not buying it. Um, it's just one of those things, right, where what you get or what you buy is what you will produce, right? So you buy quality, you're going to produce quality. And that's what I tell everybody. You know, don't cheap out, you know. You know, if you're gonna get something, if it's four or five hundred dollars cheaper, but it's you know shit quality, um, don't do that. Especially because it's your collection, right? You want the best for yourself, and that's what you're gonna be producing. So try to get the best out there, the best examples, uh, and that's what we've been focused on, man. You know, uh, and we've been fortunate to be uh, have hooked up with some of the bigger, you know, good, you know, best breeders out there to have been uh hooking us up and sending us lists and whatnot so we've been pretty fortunate on that end nice nice yeah i actually want to tap into some of those relationships that you've uh built over time but i want to talk a little bit first more about like the collection that you've built so talk about the projects that you're in and the direction uh that you're trying to go based on current thinking so the way that uh the way that we've been working it over here is so before obviously before the shed testing uh came out we were focused on trying to get the best uh out of our collection as far as double recessives right just trying to get our just the best out there just focus on double recessives and singles you know whatever but once the um shed taste thing came out do that change that just changed my whole mindset right because now you know you're not taking those chances anymore as far as you know holding pass heads back now you know exactly what you got, what you're breeding, what you can hold back. Now the space, you know, that you got on your rack, you're, you're being way more efficient with it. So um, so we're working, I mean, as far as uh, projects we're doing, I'm working the Hypo Clown, the DG Clown. I'm really deep in uh, DG Hypo, dude. I am uh, love that project. I think uh, that project alone is got to, you know, for the next 10 years, I think that's going to be a big project for the next 10 years, DG Hypo, especially because you've only seen, you know, just the start of it, you've got just a taste of it. And I think what's, uh, what's about to come here in the next few years is going to be awesome on that project. Um, 
also cryptic um i'm a big believer in that project big big believer in that project i don't think we've seen not even the peak of it yet um the best is to come from that project as well so and i and i have ultramel ultramel hypo clown project i mean all my projects at the end they all fit into one another you know what i'm saying so down the stretch when i'm making doubles triples or whatever at the end of the day once it's said and done those projects are all going to coexist with each other and i'm going to be hitting some amazing stuff you know what i'm saying so nice bro you hit on some some good projects like i was i was getting excited bro because like every project you said is a project that i'm working like with that with the exception of cryptid but I'm not anti-crypto. Like, I'm a big believer in crypto, and I think it's some really nice stuff to do with that. And, like, I like a lot of the projects you hit on, like Hypo Clown, that's a big one for me. DG Hypo, that's another big one. So it's just, like, a lot of genes that not only do they work together as, like, doubles, but then once you get to that double stage, then, boom, you start stacking, you start stacking, and so you can go to triples, and it's all complementary. And I feel like you're doing it a smart way. Like, you're building a base and, like, focusing on, like, doubles and stuff like that, and then you're going to bring it back together and you got other stuff in the mix. So that's real dope. Everything will, everything. And yeah, that's exactly my, my mindset because at the end of the day, everything that I'm going to be making is, you know, everything that I'm not going to want to keep is going to be visually so nice and powerful that people are going to want that stuff that I've, I'm not keeping. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Um, yeah. Love those projects that we're working and uh, recently just got into paint as well. So picked up. Oh, some nice. Paint. Yeah, so I see uh, a lot of potential in that project too, man. A lot, a lot of potential. Yeah, it's a lot of potential in the paint project too. Let me give, give some real quick shout outs. Static Morse, appreciate you, appreciate your support. And stay fresh cheeseburgers, cheese bags, man. I can't read. <laughs> stay <laughs> fresh cheese bags. Appreciate the love, appreciate the support. And so out of those projects that you named, which one of those projects are you most excited about? I'm most excited about the DG Hypo project because DG Hypo, DG Hypo just is, it's, I mean, DG by itself looks awesome. Hypo, I mean, it's, it ages so awesome. You know, it's a beautiful gene. So stacking both of those genes together makes the most beautiful, um, amazing uh, complex, right? So you can work off that palette any direction you want, just off the DG Hypo. You can take a, you can you can you know buy a DG Hypo producer and keep that female back. You can keep that female for the next 10, 15 years and work that female to multiple projects. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So that, those females are to me are worth gold, man, because uh, that project itself. I mean, just off that palette itself. I mean, it doesn't get no better than that. So you talked about picking like quality and making sure you pick up like some real dope. Uh, animals and so wiz got a related question here so he said you know you've been uh grabbing heat since day one so what's your thought process when you choosing an animal so um you know first of all i'm looking at the quality right i look at the quality if, I, if it calls my attention i gotta a i gotta see uh the potential for it if it if it works with my projects um i hear a lot of people say you know you're buying you know just to buy i mean i would say I would say in these last three years, I've been really focused and disciplined as far as not buying stuff that I'm not supposed to. I've been tempted, dude. Don't get me wrong. It's hard, man. You know, you see stuff where you're like, damn, that's nuts. But if it doesn't work with what I what I, what I got, I'm not, not touching it. So um, 
like I said, A, it's got to fit into my projects. Uh, B, it's got to be uh, quality, right? It's got to be one of the best, if not the best example out there of what's available. Um, and yeah, that's what I look for, man. And I mean, but just the most important thing, it's got to fit into what you're working, what you're working and, and buy with your eyes, you know, buy with your eyes, because if you buy with your eyes, you're never going to go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Quality in, quality out, basically. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So that's a good uh, thought process, bro, for sure. So um, how big is your collection right now? So right now with babies, I'm at like uh, close to a hundred, I would say, right? Like okay, ninety, ninety-two, something like that. So in terms of like ultimate size, have you thought about like where you want to be ultimately? Are you there right now? You feel like you can grow some? What's your thought process there? No, we're in, uh, we're actually in the process. We're gonna be uh doing something big here in the near future. We're gonna be uh building a facility. Nice. So yeah, trying to get uh yeah. trying to get this facility going. Um and hopefully expand um i see a lot of potential in this uh, industry man I, I love it i mean the three years i've been in it i mean it's been awesome especially with the people i've met and the relationships i built um it's awesome so we're just trying to expand not a lot i think uh realistically for me um 200 breeder females you know solid stuff solid solid females where you can use those females for a couple of years and if you if i can say i want to upgrade my genetics i can list that female and she'll be gone in 10 minutes you know what i'm saying yeah so so you know 200 breeder females i think is uh something that i'm looking for and uh hoping to get there one day with holdbacks and what I'm going to be holding back and whatnot, but eventually I think 200 and then just upgrading genetics every year, every two years. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. So have you started doing like any pairings and making productions and stuff? Yeah, I had, uh, eight. So I had eight clutches last year. Okay. So eight clutches last year, this year we're shooting for about 25 to 30 clutches, 25 to 30. Okay. Yep. 25 okay. To 30. And then, um, and yeah, so right now, uh, those 2530, uh, it's females that I bought when they were babies a couple years ago. So now everything's finally, uh, getting up to size and, uh, building now. So I'm excited. Dude. We got some really, really nice stuff here coming up here in the spring. So be on the nice. lookout. Yeah. Nice. So production wise last year, like what that looked like for you in terms of like, what pairings did you, what, uh, what clutches did you have? Like, what did you hit? What was your holdback strategy? How much stuff did you hold back? Give us the details on that. So last year, I, it was a couple of the first females I bought. It was in visual clowns. So I made some uh, pretty powerful uh, visual clowns, um, holdbacks and females, uh, one male, uh, some DG hypo stuff, held back some pretty uh, good DG hypo stuff that I made. Um, and then uh, I don't know what it is, man, but I feel like, like I said, right, we've been, I feel like we've been so blessed since we've been in this industry because uh, I've been getting messages through Instagram, people wanting to know about my productions, when our babies come in. And uh, yeah, dude, these last, these clutches that we had last year, actually, we cut them on uh, Keys' live. So that's another, you know, another uh, big support for us where we're getting our uh, nice. So. Yeah, I actually uh, was sold out on babies, you know, within a couple of days from being had. So we were really blessed on the stuff we didn't keep back. They were 
they they went for us really quick. So really appreciative of that. What was that pair? Which which one? The one that you cut on Keys Live. So we cut a couple, but the one uh, the one that we cut that we got the most attention of was the uh, it was a Cypress Leopard Vanilla Clown Female. Oh, nice. To a spot nose yellow belly OD clown male. Nice. So we nice. Had some, yeah, we had some really nice stuff out of that, man. Really nice stuff out of that. What did you keep? I kept uh I kept a 1.1, I kept a male, and uh I kept a female, we kept a cypress spot nose, yellow belly, OD clown female. She's beautiful, man. She's nice. Beautiful. And what was that male? The male was a cypress spot nose, yellow belly fire. Yeah, yeah, man. Cypress is another one of those jeans that's just like crazy, man. Crazy. I know you focus a lot on the Cypress stuff. No, oh, dude, I love Cypress, man. It's uh it's awesome. It's awesome. Is that is that like one of your favorite codoms or or I would say probably not one of my favorite, but it's up there. Uh right now, uh probably my favorite codom. Uh it's it's toss up right between three. I love redhead, lace. And Cypress and chocolate, those okay. are those are the four jeans that I uh, absolutely uh, love. Yeah, no yeah. Doubt. And Cypress go real good with lace too. Oh yeah, I got a uh, yeah, I got a uh, OD Cypress lace female pet clown. She's oh my god, Mike, she's amazing. Nice, nice. What else you think work well with Cypress? So yeah, I mean I love the yellow belly complex in Cypress, dude. It just brings out those oranges. Uh, Brings out those oranges, those nice flames out of Cypress. Uh, spot nose will really work with uh, Cypress. Chocolate. It just sucks that um, Cyp those some of the best jeans out there are all allelic to each other. Do like that spider complex. I wish that wasn't allelic because you could make some killer stuff with those stuff with allelic, you know? Yeah. Like it's good on one hand that you can make some nice allelic combos and those powerful animals because they're going to spread one or the other but then at the same time like you can make if if they wasn't a lelic then you got so many other options to mix like some really really cool jeans together and see what they do i want to see i hope i wish they weren't a lelic i would wish to see a super <laughs> super chocolate spot no cypress clown dude could you imagine that that would be nuts bro that would be nuts <laughs> too bad we won't be able to see yeah we that. won't see that one <laughs> yeah so uh you mentioned earlier that you put you pretty uh bullish on the ball python game based on what you've seen like since you've been in like the past what three years so what are some positive things that has you so uh positive and uh bullish on the ball python market it's just uh i feel like uh just the industry itself man like um how can i put this so I uh, I bred dogs before I, you know, did this whole ball python thing. I did that for eight years, right? So I bred dogs, and it, I mean that that hobby industry is nothing compared to this. I feel like this has this up and down, you know, as far as some of the drama that's out there. You know, I don't pay attention to all that, but more the uh, like keys and with the hair down crew and you know the usual suspects. Like, you know, they took me in and, you know, just the relationships, man, and uh, just the people I've met and, you know, I'm having a blast doing what I'm doing, you know, you know, we're playing with genetics and I feel like uh, it's it's fun, dude, you know, I look at it as, uh, you know, just uh, something to get away and 
you know, when I'm in here, I'm geeking out over what I'm going to pair and looking at my list. I mean, it's just overall, it's been, uh, it's been pretty amazing, dude. It's been pretty amazing and uh, looking forward to the next uh, 20 years of this for sure. So what I was hearing you saying earlier when you was talking about like the community and like coming over to this community and being accepted and whatnot. So talk about the community dynamics in the breeding uh, hobby or breeding industry and then like point out some of those things that might be similar and then point out some of those things that are different. So similar, I mean, so similar as far as, I mean, dogs and, and ball pythons is, is a whole different ballpark too. Dogs and puppies, I mean, that's like having a kid, you know, one puppy is having one kid, right? So that's, I mean, just that alone, the work itself is much easier. Just uh, doing some spot cleaning, water changes here and there. I mean, that's nothing. Um, similarities, I mean, you get to kind of visualize what you're going to make, you know, as far as uh, with dogs. Um, we were breeding for colors and structure and whatnot. So with the ball pythons, we're trying to breed for looks and uh, color changes, pattern changes, you know, just stuff like that. So, I mean, similar, it's not, it's not similar, but um, I would say, um, I would say as far as like the industry, it's not, it, I mean, that has no similarities at all. I didn't really have any friends over there as far as like uh, maybe a couple close friends that bred around me. But as far as like me and you, like podcast wise, there's a lot of podcasters out here, you know, doing the ball python thing. Uh, bullies, you never see us sitting down talking to the dogs or everybody would just keep to themselves. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. But it would keep to themselves, dude. Uh, if you, when I first got in, I wanted to uh, say I want, I say I would want to reach out to you, right? You were um, another dog breeder. I would reach out to you. Hey, Mike, you know, how do I uh, go about whelping these puppies? You wouldn't even answer my call. I would get ghosted, dude. Like ghosted, like you know, who, who are you? Like fuck, why are you messaging me? Uh, just you know, just stuff like that, man. It was bad. I mean, I enjoyed doing it. I didn't care about anyone else. I wasn't there to make friends, but. Uh, but is at the end of the day, this is why way different for sure. Why do you think it was like that? I don't know, man. They're cold. I mean, it's. I think it's cold. I think they're cold. There's a lot of money in that for sure. It's a lot, a lot of money involved. So I think it's more deep throat as far as, uh, you know, they want to produce that first fluffy chocolate dog, you know, like Frenchies. They're really big into the fluffy Frenchies. So everybody wanted to create that first chocolate fluffy. You know, that first gray fluffy. So, I mean, they were, so what's really big in the dog industry, uh, we would ship out semen, okay? So you would start out your dog, if you had a really badass male, you would start them out, you would ship the semen through, similar to what how we're shipping snakes overnight, we would ship semen overnight, right? To, mm -hmm. to their vet, they would do the artificial insemination. So, um, yeah, they would, some people wouldn't even ship, you know, they were, so they're charging $10,000 to study your dog. Like, you know, who's not going to take $10,000? If they see you got potential with your dogs, they're not, they're not sharing that stud with you. It doesn't matter if you offer double the money, they don't want nothing to do with you. If they see potential in you, if they see you don't, they, you know, they'll charge you, take your money, whatnot. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's bad, man. It sucked. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I guess is it like a limited clientele? Is that like market like fairly like young and not as far along as like a 
in terms of yeah i mean the market the market's big and it, and it grew it, i mean the last couple of years when i was in it it grew expensively i mean I, I felt like it was um about like it was already up there it was exploding at the time uh when i stopped doing it so um i had i mean i shipped dogs to china dude i had clients oh, nice yeah so i had clients in china uh, korea um everywhere in the state so yeah i had good clientele but uh but I felt like I wasn't, I was having a blast as far as with my puppies, right? Who doesn't love puppies? But if, I mean, I feel like uh, I would have uh, eight, nine litters at a time. So, I mean, that's, dude, that's 35, 40 puppies running around your house at one time, you know? That's so a lot, that's a lot of work. A lot of work. So, uh, yeah, I mean, here you cut your eggs, put them in the incubator and put them in the rack and, you know, water changes and uh, you're good to go. But yeah, dude, it's a lot of work, man. I tell everybody, dogs is, yeah, a lot, a lot of work. Yeah, clutch of eggs is cruising on easy street compared to a litter of puppies. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. And then so you got out, got into the ball python uh, industry. And so you talked about earlier, like certain relationships, like you talked about building that relationship with keys them and then you, you touched on some other relationships earlier so talk about some of the relationships that you've developed and what's important about relationship building to you and kind of like lessons learned and things of that nature so so yeah like i said right keys and the usual suspects um so those are the some of the guys that i put up there because you know i'm hanging out with them every other friday right hanging out on the live we're talking texting pat he lives 20 minutes away from me. That's my, like, my brother now. Like, dude, we're, my, my wife, she's like, what's going on with you and Pat now? Like, is that, uh, <laughs> and now cheating on me? But yeah, well, I mean, with that, Pat's, uh, Pat's awesome. But, um, but I think it's really important, man. I think those relationships that you built in this industry is really important because it can take you to the next level. Um, and as far as, you know, getting some mentorship, right? If you don't know what you're doing or if you got a question, I feel like a lot of people are scared to reach out and ask something because they're scared to get rejected, right? Like they're scared, like they might be asking the wrong question, you know, they're gonna get shit on, you know, like, oh, look at this dummy. But I don't feel you should feel that way, you know? I did it. I reached out, the first person I ever reached out to, dude, believe it or not, was Miguel. Miguel was, I mean, and he's, that dude is, I mean, he's my boy. That's my big dog right there, you know? <laughs> dude, yeah, he's the one that got me into the industry. I bought my first ball python from him. But I reached out to him to see what this was all about, right? To see what the breeding was like, to see what, I just had a bunch of questions for him. And he took that call and, dude, we sat there for about three hours conversating. And it led to all of this, man. It led to all of this. But, yeah, those relationships are really important um as far and i just like i said right just for questions mentorship um you know just building relationships getting your name out there um don't be scared man to ask a question you can reach out to me like i've said it i've said it mike i've told everyone you know don't be scared to reach out to me um you guys got a question you want to talk you know snakes whatever hey man i'm here just as i was helped you know from when i started i'm going to do the same thing for my peers you know I'm here to help anybody that needs to help. And with my, you know, as far as my experience, I might not be that experienced, but if I can help, I'm going to definitely do it. Nice. And Miguel was the one who put you on about like how to build your collection, right? Like start yeah. with the heat. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So that's why I feel like, uh, 
that's really important, right? Reaching out because if it wasn't for Pi Miguel, I, I put a pie jumped in this, but I wouldn't have went the way I went as far as building a collection the right way. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's why that's why it's really important as well. Because you you get on that path to where in the two years, three years down the road, you're not having to, you know, sell your collection and having to start all over because you purchased ten males and two females or you know, now it's all about recessive, you know. You're not buying combos that are just um, codons, you know. So it's just about getting your foot, you know, uh, get your foot in and just going about the right way, man, you know. Facts, facts. Yeah, man, you got you to gotta build relationships just in life in general, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so... Uh, this year how many clutches are you focusing on so we're looking at i mean 25 minimum 25. Uh, yeah 25 minimum we're looking for possibility maybe a little bit more um but we'll see i mean we'll see where our girls are at um right now we got i mean we got about 15 girls that are up there already so um we'll just see how where the season takes us and where we're going but um but yeah i mean we're looking at about 25 25 uh minimum Okay, you got an ultrasound. You said it pretty up there. Yeah, I got an ultrasound. I bought okay. an ultrasound. Yeah. Which ultrasound you got? I got the uh, contact, the one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what? It, so you know what it is about everyone, dude. It's crazy, Mike, because everyone uh, goes with the more expensive one, right? The one breeder circle sells because of that foot pedal. You don't need that foot pedal, dude. You know that the contact has a playback button. You can rewind, so you can do your session. <laughs> And you can rewind back and pause right at your follicle. So, you know, you do your ultrasound session, you know, just by yourself. You know, you're ultrasounding. You see the follicles. You put your snake away. You hit pause. You you walk away from it. You go back to your ultrasound. You contact. You hit that playback button. You can reverse, you know, just hit rewind. Not a lot of people knew that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot who that was posted that recently. Um, I didn't know it until they posted about it. Yeah, I told I told a couple of people about it because they were I'm in a couple of discords and um, they asked, you know, what ultrasound should we go with? A lot of people didn't know that, you know, they go for the foot pedal because obviously it's easier to freeze right with your foot. But why spend an extra thousand when uh, you don't have to, right? Save that. Yeah, that's Tiny Loop. Recording it. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't do a ton of ton of research on my ultrasound when I bought it. Like basically all my research was centered around like just how to use it, like basic usage of it. And so like the videos and stuff that I watched didn't really like spell that out. So I just went with just measuring, freezing and stuff like that. But then like I saw I'm posting videos and some other functionality. Uh, I definitely uh, can use that a lot more now. Yeah. Yeah. But, Ultr- uh, ultrasound, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it's been, uh, it's one of those tools that you really do need in this uh, this industry for sure. Yeah, I think that was a solid investment for us, though. Oh, it is, man. Really and then, like, with me being new to it and just, like, being able to see exactly where the girl's at, like, it helps me so much. And I ain't got to second-guess myself. Like, I can actually, like, visually see it. I can measure it. I know exactly where they're at, what they're doing, stuff like that. Like, for me, man, I, I love it. I love it. Isn't that isn't that awesome that you get to know exactly where your girls? I mean, what size their follicles are and whatnot. I mean, dude, don't get no better than that, Mike. 
yeah, that's dope, bro. That's that's super dope. Like, I don't even know. I mean, I guess I would have, but I like this experience better. I was about to say, <laughs> I don't even know how I would have got by without the ultrasound, but I guess I would have. But definitely <laughs> like this experience a lot better. Say again? Just pair once a month till you get uh, eggs. Yeah. Like that. no. That's what I would have been doing. Just yeah. throwing the mail in there. <laughs> hoping, hoping it worked. Hoping it worked. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's uh, actually a good segue into something I want to talk about, and that's like lessons learned and stuff like that. So talk about, like maybe tell us a story about some of your biggest lessons that you didn't learn in terms of like maybe you had like a setback or something like that and you learned something from it and you was able to move forward. I think the biggest, mis- I think one, I mean, it's not a mistake. I think it is, but you learn from your mistakes, right? So you live and you learn, I feel like in this uh, journey of mine, uh, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Not everyone's perfect. So I think one mistake that I really, that I made was with my first clutch, dude. I got really anxious and I cut way too early. When did you cut? I cut day, I want to say day 52. Okay. Day 52 or 53. I should have waited. In my mind, I said I should wait. But I I saw a little slit and I'm like yeah these guys are ready to get cut and I cut and I regretted it dude I totally fucking regretted it. What happened? So they oh yeah they had about another you know week and a half you know that they still I felt like I'm like yeah these guys still need to be cooking I put them back in the incubator I did lose half that clutch unfortunately dude I lost half that clutch. and I feel like that's a lesson right there, right? That's a mistake that I that I will never make again, you know. Yeah, I'm like from now on, if I don't see a head out of the egg, I'm not cutting nothing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's a really big one. Be patient, man. I mean, we we just, I mean, I'm gonna cut another extra week for you to cut, or you know, let them pip out. You just waited a whole two months. You know, what's another week? You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah man like what's another few days um yeah. i've actually had where the snakes pip crawled out the egg too early but hadn't or got kind of out the egg not fully out the egg but a lot out of the egg but still hadn't absorbed all the yolk and that's up too have you ever had that happen uh no never yeah yeah so um that clutch that you had cut too early the ones that survive how did they eat um starting out they so i waited for them to shed so they shed in the incubator um i send them up in the wreck and uh they thrived they, i mean they were good man i didn't feel like it stunned them or at all they uh yeah and i started them out on asfs and uh yeah they all ate perfect and went on to thrive you know so i felt i just felt like it was just that that i'm patient you know of me wanting to see what was in there and one, but with my first clutch, you know, I'm like, I want to see what's in here, but it's just stupid mistakes, do that I feel like shouldn't be made, you know. So, yeah, definitely be patient. You know, what's an extra seven, eight days, you know? Just right. Especially, sorry to cut you off, but especially when you think about like all the waiting that you've done, like so far, like it's not even just like the extra seven to eight days. Like you've waited all this time for it to incubate. You waited for like the pairing to happen. You waited for her to get gravid, build follicles. Um, you waited for the ovulation. You waited for all these things. And so it's like, mm-hmm. don't ruin it right, right there at the end. 
but it, it's, it's it's tempting um to you want to peek in there especially when it's something that you really anticipating like yeah. it's like i got two in, in there right now that i can't wait like i'm counting down the days but i'm definitely not gonna cut them early is it that uh is it that hypo batman nah nah what? nah it's not that one uh in fact that male is scheduled well, to the- hit sorry to cut you off. It's not what I mean, not hypo bad man. I want to see that clutch with your that uh hypo dark knight. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um it's the it's the vanilla dark knight hit hypo. That's that male. Um with one of the parents that I'm able to do, I do have a chance to hit a hypo batman. That's what I thought you was talking about. But yeah, that male, his girls uh starting to build, and so I probably start pairing him like maybe next month or early March, something like that. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to like getting that guy in the rotation and hopefully like I have some success with that male uh, this year. He's, um, he's about probably just under a thousand grams, like maybe about nine fifty. So he's got like some nice size on him. Like he's looking like he's ready to go. Um, but as soon as those girls ready, getting in there, buddy. <laughs> go make yeah, I'm proud. I think I'm more excited for that uh, project that you are, man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, um, def- I definitely keep you posted on what happened with that man. I know I'm definitely have my eyes on the stuff you're producing because I know it's some some heat. And then it's like, like I said, in all the same projects, all yeah. the same projects. So I know you're gonna have some heat. Like, yeah, we'll like your miss is gonna be heat. We'll have some uh, nice stuff, man. We'll have some nice stuff for sure. For sure, for sure. And so we're producing 25 clutches. So let's say you hit 25 clutches. Have you thought about like? Uh, your process for like moving the animals that you don't uh, keep? Like, are you going to be in shows? What's going to be your strategy as far as like sales? So for sales, yeah. Uh, I running shows. That's uh that's on the priority list for me for this season. Hopefully uh, we can get out there and do some shows. Uh, me and Pat actually been talking about doing some shows together. Nice. So getting up some shows. Um, and then uh, obviously Morph Market, right? Morph Market's there for, you know, we'll utilize that to our advantage. Um, and as far as if stuff doesn't sell, man, I don't, I mean, I don't mind feeding it and hold it back until it does. That's why we actually started to produce our own feeders, you know, just for that same purpose. I didn't want to depend on other, on somebody else to be able to feed my snakes, right? And be able to feed my hatchlings. So that's why we started producing our own feeders for that purpose. I don't now. I don't mind holding, but you know, if something doesn't sell, I don't mean I don't. I don't care. I'll feed it. You know, I'll feed it for a couple more months till it does sell. If it doesn't, I'll keep it. You know, whatever. So, but at least we we're sourcing our own feeders. You know, we're not having to pull money out of our pockets to go out there. Because it's really, it's. I mean, it's hard out here, Mike. I don't know if you heard, but out here in Chicago, especially up here in this area, it's really hard to get feeders, dude. It's really hard. So that's one of the one of our yeah I have heard that before yeah so yeah so I mean yeah but we'll utilize more market some uh, some bending for sure and then uh, whatever we uh, have to hold back we'll hold back and just feed it till it uh, sells you know it's not a problem. What's the show circuit look like in in your area and how far are you gonna travel for your shows? So obviously we got Timley right so Timley's yeah. right down the street and obviously. To get into that right now, if you're a ball python breeder, it's hard. Hard unless you know somebody. Well, and um, me being local, you know, I'm cool with the guy that does the show, and I've told him, "Well, I'm like, hey, when are you guys? You know, when are you getting this in?" 
he's like he's trying to make something happen but there's so many people on the list dude that you know he's trying to be fair you know trying to be fair and he feels you know he feels it but uh, but as far as other shows, there's not really big shows out here. There's smaller shows, Mike. Uh, there's one in Wisconsin. Um, Wiz bends that. We've been up there a couple of times when Wiz has been bending that. Uh, that's a decent decent show. Okay. We got another one by us about an hour away. Smaller show. But uh, I feel like for us, we're looking to travel out of state, you know, for these shows like the Repticons and the Show Me shows, some of these bigger shows, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, shows is a good way to get your name out there too. Like yeah. I can't wait to start vending shows. Hopefully that's something we do this year. And so that's another good way to get your name out there. What all I know you've been to Tinley how many times? This would be our fourth time going. Fourth time. Mm-hmm. Have you been to other any of the other big national shows? Uh Daytona. You're in Daytona this past year? Yeah. I see you up there. Really? You don't you don't remember? I'm trying to remember, man. I was, yeah, was, yeah. Like, was I kind of don't remember. It was so hot, dude. I was like, holy shit! I was sweating balls as soon as I walked out there. I'm like, wow. Um, but yeah, they yeah, talked about uh, uh, Tinley, um, Schomburg, St. Louis. We were in St. Louis, um, St. Louis show, and uh, yeah, that's it as far as uh, bigger shows. We wanted. I want to do uh, this year. Our goal is. Uh, to hopefully get out to Dallas, so the Arlington, you know, okay. Dallas now, so hoping to get out to Dallas, and hoping to do a Europe show. Oh, nice! Yeah, trying to do a Europe show this year, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what we uh, what we can do. Definitely heading back. They hopefully going out to Daytona again. Daytona, nice. Yeah. Yeah, Daytona is a nice show. Nice show. Mm-hmm. That's. That's one of my favorite shows, to be honest. Um, I I go to it every year. I mean, it's two hours away, so it's like easy to get there too. And so it's like, yeah, it's right there. It's, it's a must. It's a must. And we're gonna take a real quick break and kick the sponsor video, and then we'll be right back, bro. Peace and love, family. We invite you into the heart of our serenity, ancestral royal pythons. At Ancestral Royal Pythons, we're not just breeders, we're nurturers of love and growth. Each of our high-end ball pythons is a tribute to the grandeur of the natural world and our dedication to quality. Reach out today and bring one of our creations into your home. This is Ancestral Royal Pythons. Your journey begins here. Here's to the exciting world of ebony and ivory reptiles. From unforgettable parties and events to keeping and hatching some of the dopest reptiles in the reptile hobby, we're all about education, quality, integrity, and respect. Hit us up and see how we can help make your next project a reality. Experience Ebony and Ivory Reptiles, where fascination meets fun. Ebony and Ivory Reptiles. (laughs) Appreciate the homie Matt. Appreciate the homie Jason. Mike gets me with that every time, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's the homie, though. That's the homie. Yeah, I love that jingle, bro. <laughs> yeah. Mike's uh, Matt's the homie for sure. Yeah, Matt's the homie for sure, bro. Shout out to the homie. So, uh, Canova trip, Canova facility visit. Talk about like some of your takeaways from that. The Canova uh, visit. Yeah. 
Dude, it was uh it was just uh dude, it was like a, I was like a kid in a candy store, man. <laughs> I wasn't I mean I was kind of I mean when you walked up, you seen what I was doing, right? I was in <laughs> my zone. Yeah, using the zone, bro. I think but you I, looked in every tub five times. <laughs> I, was, I was just in my zone, right? I was I went there for one uh, specific reason to you know do this, right? To get everything up here and just focus. So I was in my zone. I kind of went away from everybody. I said what's up to everybody, obviously, right? But once I said what's up, like you didn't see me again because I was, you know, just doing my thing. But I mean, it was it's amazing, dude, to see somebody that has um, put 20 years of work into this uh, industry and just to see how he has maybe not perfected it, you know, because obviously every year it, it'll get better and better and better and better. But just to see where he's at, dude, it's it's crazy to see something that's amazing, you know. And it, and I feel like for some people it might be uh, depressing, right? Like you see that, like you're like, oh, I'll never get there. To me, it's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it inspires me, dude, because I'm like, holy shit! Like, look, I mean, this this 20 years, right? And obviously, when when he, when uh, Justin started, it was way different, right? Now we got genetic testing. Now the animals are there for us to be able to purchase these animals with the genetics, with the codons. I mean, powerful, powerful animals. They had to start from the from scratch, right? So now, I mean, we're put in a position to where I'm just, you know, just everything's going through my mind, you know, when I'm at this facility where I'm like, dude, and I, I want to see where I'm going to be at in 20 years, you know, it's just, but yeah, I mean, uh, it was a. Did you nice think about some different directions to go with some projects? Yeah, for that, for sure, dude, for sure. I mean, I like was, what, any of it you want to share? No, dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just, I just, you know, Justin's got just so much of it. I was just kind of focused on what I have and was looking at how it works. Like, um, I want to share something, but I kind of want to keep it, you know, in my back pocket because, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, should I or shouldn't I? I feel but I'll just say this, right? We were, you were there. Um, Lace is amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lace is amazing. So that's all I'm gonna say. Lace is amazing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you pulled me to the side and showed me a couple different animals. What was your, what was one of your favorite animals uh, that you saw there? And it don't necessarily have to be on uh, one of the lace, but talk about one that particularly caught your eye. There was just so many, just so many that I seen there. I think one of the best animals that I seen there that really, um, like, I love hypo, right? Mm -hmm. I, love, I love hypo. Uh, that Superman during hypo, seeing it as an adult dude, holy shit, yeah, that thing is <laughs> nuts. Just the colors on that thing were amazing, you know? Just looking at that animal as an adult, you you saw that, obviously, you look at it as a baby, you're like, wow. But now as a full adult, it is, yeah, that thing's glowing. So I think that Superman during hypo dude was one of those was that did it for me it was just like holy shit. yeah i think i heard you say uh on on one podcast before where you were talking about like doubles and triples and stuff and like building your doubles and adding codoms in and and kind of taking that approach versus right, just right. 
automatically trying to skip to like triples and quads and stuff obviously factoring some of that stuff in but really focusing on like combos um that really resonated with me because that's how i think about it too like i feel like with the doubles like it's so much stuff to do because there's so many just single combos that look really good that haven't we haven't seen like the double version in whatever insert your uh double recessive here and so like i feel like it's a lot to do and so i'm like really big on like working those codums in because like i feel like that's where we're gonna be i mean yeah those those codums are important man especially i mean you see a dg clown right dg clown is amazing but what about those ones that justin's been putting out black pastel spot nose yellow belly cypress dg clown i mean just look at that what i mean look at the difference right you need those codums just for that combo to take it to the next level right so that that was that's my approach you know i i want to work the doubles i, I don't i want to set my foundation like you know i want to set the foundation to where i'm setting i'm setting myself up for success you know in the long run you know what i'm saying i could yeah pair for quads and uh pentaheads and whatnot but do i really want to take one and whatever those apps are like i'd rather in four or five years from now be able to make that animal but in one to four odds you know what i'm saying with uh some codons behind it you know and that's that's my direction and that's how i'm gonna stick to it man i just i feel like uh like that's a good direction to go just set the foundation and then just work off of it right work your projects and everything's gonna coexist with each other so yeah yeah, I agree, man. 100%. 100%. Uh, so, uh, been in it three years. Talk about ways that you've kind of gone about building your brand. And I know, like, you've touched on, like, some stuff in terms of, like, building relationships and stuff like that. But talk about, like, some other ways that you've, like, kind of uh, intentionally gone out and tried to and worked on building your brand. So, go to shows, right? That's one for me going to the bigger shows, making sure I live, I mean, I'm close to Tinley, so I'd be a fool not to be, you know, at Tinley every year, twice a year. Gotta go. So, yeah, so obviously shows, right, that's a, that's one of them. Just go to shows, man, you know, get to meet your peers and uh, make those relationships. Um, social media, that's another one. That's free advertisement for us, Mike. That's what I tell everybody, right? That's free advertisement. We can use that to our advantage. You know, um, for me, I use it to the fullest. So Instagram, you'll see I post pictures. I post a lot of pictures, man. I post my animals. I'm uh, excited for the project. So I'm going to be posting those beautiful animals, those beautiful pictures. Um, just making people excited for what try, I'm trying to make people excited for my projects, you know, just showing you what I'm working and hopefully you guys are excited to see these uh, projects come to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I feel like I've been doing a good job at it because I've had people reach out that are excited for it. So I feel like I'm doing a good job at that. Um, just get your, um, just pulling up your, just pulling your name out there. Like I said, you know, that's, that's big, big for me. Um, but yeah, use social media to your advantage. It's a uh, free advertisement, build relationships. Um, that's a big, you know, you can come out to these podcasts, you know, um, discords, Patreons, join, you can join Patreons. I mean, it depends on how you feel about it, but I mean, I'm in a couple and uh, 
yeah, we use those uh, Patreon discords to where, you know, we ask each other questions, we're helping each other out, so that's uh, that's a big, big, big one too. The Patreons really do help. Yeah, that's a lot of information shit in those discords. Yeah, so you're in the one, you're in the one with um, in, uh, RCR, so you see that we're always yes. in yeah, so yeah, it's a lot of information in there, man. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite ones, believe it or not, is like the rodent channel. Like, I'm always just I randomly scroll through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of good information in there. I posted, yeah, I posted a couple of stuff on there now with what I've been doing with my stuff, and yeah, it's just, it's just nice to see you know what people, their situations, and whatnot. You could learn from all that stuff, man. Learn from a little bit of everybody, so that's nice. It's like, um Somebody said something the other day that I hadn't thought about, like putting like a little bit of vinegar um, in the water bucket so it run through the lines. Like I had never even thought about that. Like that stuff I've done with AC before, but I never even thought about like doing that, like with the rodent uh, watering yeah. system. Clean your lines out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never thought about it. But yeah, it's a lot of info on, on those channels, man. Yep. Yeah, really catch up for sure. And say again? I said it's really beneficial for sure. You're trying to get oh, some yeah. You got a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. And then again, it goes back to the networking too, right? Like you, you get to meet people and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that's how you can start, right? If you if you're uh just trying to get your name out there, join some of these Patreons, man. Start talking, you know, make conversations, and that's how that's how you know. you're not gonna make the, you're not gonna make these relationships if you don't go out there and say something, right? Start building these relationships. Talk to your peers, you know. That's how it starts for sure. Uh, would you ever think of doing like a Patreon, like your own Patreon? <sighs> no, I'm, I'm not thinking about that uh, at the moment. A uh, couple years from now, I'm never going to say never. But uh, for now, we'll just stick to being in the ones we're at and join them. And a couple years down the road, we'll see where we're at. You got anything um, new cooking for social media uh, for, for this year? YouTube, maybe. Okay. Okay. Hopefully, uh, I was talking to uh, Jaffe actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was telling me that you should uh, get into the YouTube thing, dude. You, I mean, content's always good, right? Yeah. We're always, yeah. We're always looking for content. We like content, especially when with the whenever I'm doing spot cleaning or I'm in the rodent room, right? I'm always putting on a podcast. I'm always listening to something. I'm always looking for content, right? So I feel like we need that. And Jeffy was actually telling me, he's like, dude, he's like, I mean, especially you, you know, um, with your rodent facility now and everything you've got going, like, just, dude, just make some content. And it's just a whole nother market, another avenue that you open up right for yourself. So, yeah, we're looking into that. Hopefully uh, we make it happen this year. Yeah, the homie Jeffy uh, makes some dope videos, too. Hopefully he'll drop another one here soon. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> YouTube, it's a grind. It's a grind for sure, but I definitely think it's worth it, man. Just getting your name out there, getting your face out there, people. Uh, it build, it instills trust, right? Because people can see that. Uh, hopefully, you're not somebody out here trying to scam people. I mean, just because somebody got a YouTube, don't mean they're not trying to scam people. But it's yeah. definitely a, a a least risky proposition when you see that somebody's actively like putting their name out there and like really trying to do things the right way so for sure man uh just get that exposure and you just get you get better as you go you learn stuff as you go it's just like anything else yeah just yeah yeah exactly you know you put your face out there give somebody somebody else a complete stranger a little bit more comfort and sending you some money right 
trying to buy a snake from you, you know, at least. Uh, and I mean, like I said, not because you're on YouTube doesn't mean you won't scam somebody, but I feel like it gives those people a little bit more comfort, you know. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it give you a, it's, it's a boost to your uh, credibility score. <laughs> so. Um, what else? What else are you trying to do? Um, as far as like getting your brand out there, I know you take some real dope pictures. Like I'm, I was scrolling through your your Insta, and um, like I just noticed like all your pictures, like it's like a very like, like the layout on it is like very uniform. In a lot of cases, it's like real good lighting and real oh, yeah. good shots of the snake. So I can tell like that's intentional. You ain't just like doing that by happenstance. Yeah, no, I take pride in my pictures, dude, because uh, I feel like, you know, uh, it's hard to get um, pictures of these snakes, right? So I try to get the best picture. I got a, I got a nice camera to take my pictures. So um, you might have a nice snake, right? A good-looking snake. But if you take a shit picture, I mean, that, that speaks a lot of you, you know? I, I look at some of these uh, pictures that people are taking just even for posting up on their morph market. And I feel like that snake isn't getting, um, isn't getting the respect it should just because of that picture. You know what I'm saying? It's such a bad quality picture. I've seen some pictures even where you're. I've seen guys, people's toes in the picture. Dude. I have too. Like, <laughs> in fact, I was like wondering if he was about to say something about that because I've seen like, that what? same thing. I don't know I'm if like, same people, like, I'm, like, like, I'm like, what is going on here? So yeah, dude, I take pride in my pictures for sure. I make sure I got good lighting. Um, and I just don't take one, you know, I'll take a couple, you know, I'll take, and then I'll just scroll through the ones I like and, you know, we'll uh, pick the winner, but yeah. What's going on? So yeah, but yeah, Mike, for sure. Yeah, I definitely take pride in my pictures. Definitely, I feel like uh, if I were to give uh, any advice to anybody is uh, take good pictures, take good pictures for sure. That, uh, that'll, I mean, I think that'll help you from selling your, be able to sell your snake on the market as well with that quality picture for sure. Nice. What camera you got? You said you had a good camera. Yeah. I, I so I bought, it's about two, three years old. I bought it when I had my dogs, mm -hmm. you know, I bought that camera to take pictures of my dogs. It's, it's uh, um, Kodak. Okay. Yeah, it's a Kodak. I I forgot the model, but it's, uh, it's I mean, I, I think I my, me and my girl paid about four fifty for it, almost five hundred dollars for it. So oh, I yeah. want to say it's a good camera for sure. Nice, nice, nice. So when you do the YouTube stuff, uh what you gonna use to record? Probably that camera. That camera. Okay. Yeah. So that, okay. Yeah, probably that camera. Or I'll see what my options are, but I'm thinking probably that camera. So nice nice well, you, are, you already got like your lighting set up and stuff like that yeah been looking up and um uh, looking at all that stuff i'm definitely gonna have to hit you up and get uh, some input from you as far as uh yeah hit me up anytime bro yeah i'm I definitely going to just trying to get some input you know on certain stuff you know what you think i'm missing what you think i need so yeah i'll definitely hit you up mike facts facts yeah do that for sure bro for sure yeah so um What's the most exciting thing um, kind of on the agenda for you in terms of like your growth? Like, have we touched on it already or is there something we hadn't touched on in terms of like you kind of feeling like you're taking this to the next level? I feel like we did. We pretty much touched on everything. I pretty much said what I had to. Um, 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff, right? But I'm just excited, man. What it gets me excited is just working with these animals. You know, that's that's my thing. You know, like that 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 just alone excites me. But I think what just what just what we're gonna be able to produce, right? I'm excited to see everyone's production for this year. Because, I, I mean, especially with genetic testing now, Mike, like, dude, it's gone from here to here now, right? So now everything, all these combos are going to be exponentially faster, right? You're going to be some crazy stuff now, faster than we would have seen it. Um, I feel like, and it's, I mean, maybe genetic testing I would have liked to touch on. I don't, I don't like it because I feel like... Uh, when I got in this and I, you know, I had a couple of head girls and I feel like I wanted to get a clutch and see something prove out, get the joy of maybe seeing that girl, like, holy crap, it proved Hepper DG or it didn't prove, right? Maybe that excitement. But also I think it helps because now uh, room for the room, right? You don't, you don't have to keep six girls to see which one proves out you know you, you get to know exactly what you're holding back so i i feel like you know I, I don't know how to feel about that but i just i wish i could snap my fingers at genetic test and i'll be gone dude but <laughs> <laughs> would you uh still just try to prove one out because you can still just try to prove it out it's no just, because you know, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and you know fall behind either you know i'm gonna use it I'm yeah. gonna use it. Yeah, look at Charlie. It's almost <laughs> like you have to. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, my boy, that's my boy right there, Charlie. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna use it, dude. I mean, it's there, so I'm definitely gonna utilize yeah. it. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, like you, you really almost just pretty much have to. But to your yeah. point, man, it just it helps a lot with the efficiency and knowing what you're working with. And I agree with uh, Charlie's point too, just because people know what they're working with and so like they'll choose pairings more carefully and then we'll be pairing like on a on a hope and a prayer right um in some cases um when you're not 100 positive that there's like a hit in this animal and so it'll reduce pairings i think overall yeah what does that but i feel like uh, also um the big one for me and i was talking to will about this as well um i feel like those um like those visuals like you don't really people that don't have the money to buy those double visuals right you don't need that anymore like you can use the genetic testing to your advantage like really use it to your advantage right you can buy i'll put an example right you want to go the dg exanthic clown project right you don't need you, i mean before genetic testing yeah you needed hopefully the girl to prove out a couple hats to prove out you know you're holding hat pots hats whatever now you know, you want to get into that project, you get yourself a visual, a male clown, double head DG Xanthic, and you throw that male to your, let's say you got a DG, the DG had hypo, right? Now you're hitting DG, um, yeah, you're hitting DGs, and now you're going to, you get everything 100% head for clown, and you're going to test for hypo and Xanthic. Now you're into DG hypo clowns, you know, just by testing that animal. Yeah, so it's hit, but still subject to the math. But if you hit, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy the stuff that you, we can use this genetic testing for, man. Just, uh, I mean, you still got to hit the odds right at the end of the day. 
but you can really use this genetic testing to your advantage if you really uh know how to work it for sure yeah because before you used to you could still hit the odds before and you still had to hit the odds before but you just didn't know what animals you hit the odds in. now you can test see where it's at and then now like you, you said like, yeah all in. Mm-hmm. now you know yeah. exactly it's at so yeah i feel like yeah for sure stuff's gonna be uh these combos these are gonna be hit so much faster now everything's gonna be moving way faster so i'm excited man hopefully yeah. uh we'll see what we get yeah i got a uh bag of sheds i'm waiting on one more girl to shed and then i got a shipment for charlie too <laughs> <laughs> But and this this actually be like my first batch of stuff that um I've shed this um I got about about I don't even know how many I got like six or seven that I got to send off but this will be my first time shed testing but it's definitely in the plans to be a large part of like how I approach it because again you, you have to right and so if I got the means to have that knowledge and it can make like operations more efficient and and hopefully uh just overall make things go in a more favorable manner then why not yeah yeah you have to you know if not you're gonna be getting left behind though at the end of the yeah. day yeah yeah yep. facts facts so, yeah. we're gonna use it you know so uh what's something about the hobby that like really surprised you something that really surprised me uh-huh Something that really surprised me. I guess maybe like we were saying earlier, right? As far as how close everyone seems to be, not everyone, but as far as uh, how we can sit here and have a conversation and how close everyone is, that really surprised me because I didn't think it was going to be that way. So that's that's one of the things that I mean I felt like it just like holy crap, you know, like this it's a community that really does support each other at the end of the day you know so i think that's what um that was one of the main things that really did surprise me for sure dude i was never expecting when i got into this to have make friends if that you know i was just i'm gonna breed some ball pythons and you know do my thing but made a bunch of met a bunch of cool people made a made some good uh made some great friends you know, like I said, one of my best friends right now lives 20 minutes away from me. My brother, Pat, man, you know, Pat. <laughs> and he was, who, know, who knew, you know, we're living 20 minutes from each other. And, you know, that's my uh, brother right there. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. I know even for us, man, just looking back, uh, we started in 2020 and just thinking about how things were before we got into the hobby uh, versus how it is now, man, it's just it's a world of difference, right? And I knew getting into it, or I had like a idea, hey, I wanna meet people, I wanna kind of like learn about stuff and learn from other people and build relationships, but I never knew like it was gonna like blossom into this, like, because A, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know like how the community was and what to expect. And then just to like build as many relationships as I have built over the past uh, three, three or so years, like it's just crazy and like, like i said man just life has totally changed because like i got like this whole different routine this whole different set of people who i talk to on a regular basis this whole different thought process this whole different 
thing that I'm doing with like my spare time, like if I'm working or out or if I'm driving or something like that, like I'm 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 listening to stuff about this. I'm learning. Like it's just it's just crazy, man. It's just like I I, I want to thunk it. <laughs> it is, man. It's not. It's one of those things where you wouldn't have thought about, but now, you know, some of these uh, people are really amazing. So it's just uh, you get to have those connections. I feel like it's really important. So yeah, we're enjoying it, man. We're loving it. Uh, it's we'll a lot of fun. That's part of the reason why I'm so bullish on it. Like, a, I know, I know, even though I haven't been through it, I know I've heard from plenty of people who have and plenty of people who are very successful like in this industry that like slowdowns is just part of it. I mean, just like any other business, right? There's like, there's highs and lows, right? And so if you just kind of hunker down and if you can get through it, when you come out on the other side, then obviously there's like rewards and benefits uh, to get out on the other side. And so that's one thing that makes me bullish because I know it's just like cyclical. And then another thing too is like the community, right? Like there's, so many good things to focus on with what's going on is just a whole nother kind of level of it because like you building these relationships like you learning about people like that was one of the reasons why we started the show was really just to learn more about people and like have a platform to where like we can exchange like uh information and learn about them learn about like what drives them how they got here what motivates them like it's just it's so much to be like focused on uh, I like it. That's cool. For real. Yeah. Facts. Cool, man. So uh, we're getting close to the 930 time frame. So I definitely want to save some time to ask you the random questions. But um, I guess we can start with the random questions. Let's start with the random questions. So if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Anywhere in the world and why? Uh <laughs> I would say, I would say somewhere in the mountains, dude. Somewhere okay. in the woods, you know. Somewhere where I could have my house and my land and no neighbors, you know, a lot of pines, you know, nice hill. You know, I just like, I like that, man. I dream about that, you know, hopefully retiring. One day retire and just live in the woods, dude. No neighbors, you know, just me and my family and my snakes and just live peacefully, dude, you know. That's my, I mean, that's what I, uh, that's what I envision for sure. Somewhere nice. in the woods, in the mountains, you know, big old house and just living life. That's it. Chilling, chilling. Yeah. Definitely getting that. away from this cold ass weather, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it, man. I know. Um, I remember one time and I went to Chicago. It was the first time I went to Chicago. I had went down there for something work related. And I thought I had a heavy jacket, but it was like a heavy Gainesville jacket. It wasn't a heavy Chicago jacket. Oh, no. And that wind ripped through me, bro. <laughs> that shit burned, didn't it? <laughs> but it was crazy. I won't never do that again. So it got, uh, it got really bad here. So this week it, it went up, you know, to the 30s, but going back two weeks for two weeks straight and then negatives, dude. It was massive. That's just unimaginable for me, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. So if you won $10 million tomorrow, how would you use it? Uh, hitting up Justin Cabalco. That's what I'm. That's... <laughs> no, what I'm you going to do with the other dollar? 
no, um, if I won $10 million uh, tomorrow, I'd probably uh, pay off debt for sure. So make sure everything's paid off. Uh, have no debt. That's what I want. No debt at all. And just set money aside for my uh, for my kids, man. You know, make sure they're they're right and good to, for the rest of their life. You know, they never have to worry about you know not getting a paycheck or worry about not being able to pay their bills. So making sure they're good, paying my debt, and you know, a couple snakes. You know, nice facility, but yeah, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, if you could have dinner with any three people. Dead or alive, who would it be and why? So right now, uh, there's only one person on my mind, dude, that I would love to have dinner with one last time. Uh, my grandmother. She passed away on Monday. Uh, sorry so she, to hear passed, that, bro. she passed away on Monday, dude. Um, I had an incredible relationship with that woman. Um, and I hadn't seen her in three years. We were actually planning a trip to go uh, visit her in Mexico. So she lives in Mexico. Uh, we were actually planning a trip to go next month to go see her. Um, and she passed away on Monday. My condolences, so, bro. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, just wishing I get that last uh, dinner with her, dude, for sure. Respect, respect. But yeah. All right, bro. So um, before we let you get out of here and enjoy the rest of your night, is there anything else you want to tell folks? Uh, just appreciate everybody, you know. Appreciate the support that I've been getting from everybody. Uh, like I said, it's been a blessing, you know, just everybody loving the community. Uh, ourselves, you know, uh, we think that we're doing right and we're doing it right. Um, and we're going to continue showing support to everybody else. Just like we're getting shown some love, we're going to show love back, and we're always going to be here to help anybody that needs it. So I just want to thank everybody that came out tonight. Can show your boy some love. Mikey uh, and his podcast doing his thing, you know. Just uh, thanks. thank you to everybody for real. Much love. Thank you too, bro, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, been looking forward to it all week. Definitely learned a lot, man. And like I said, man, you're doing your thing, man. You're building your collection. Like, it's just, it's nuts, man. Like, I can't, like, bro, I'm over the moon excited about, like, the things that you're going to be producing in the very near future. So it's going to be crazy, man. I know you a million, billion times more excited than me. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what you're going to be rocking with, bro, man. Like I said, you got a lot of fire coming, man. You're doing things the right way. You're building good relationships. You're showing love. You're showing your face. You're putting your brand out there in like a real positive, professional way, man. So you're doing big things, man. So I wish you uh, all the best of success. And everybody in the chat, man, wish y'all the best of success too, man. Thank y'all for coming out. Rocking with us tonight, man. We really appreciate all the support, man. If you hadn't hit that like button yet, definitely make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you go follow one on social media, man. Windy City Morphs. We got the links for all his social media, for all the hot spots to catch him and his dope productions and his dope collection. Uh, it's in the description of this video, so definitely go check it out. Again, man, I really appreciate y'all coming out each week and rocking with us. Can you hold back for a second, bro? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody, thank y'all for coming out. Be best. Peace.